guys, and welcome back for the 11th episode of the Made to Lead podcast. My name is Rachel, and I'm the current host of Made to Lead, and I'm joined by Hunter Stone and Grant Voller. Um, tell us a little bit about yourselves. So, uh, yeah, my name's Hunter. I recently graduated from U of I in December of 2022, and now I'm working uh, in finance at Caterpillar. Yeah, I'm Grant. Uh, I'm currently studying financial planning at U of I. I have about three or four more weeks until I graduate, and then after that, I just accepted a job a few weeks ago. Very cool. So, Hunter, you were talking about Caterpillar and how you're working there now. Um, tell us a little bit more about like your role there. Yeah, sure. So I started at Caterpillar actually this past summer, in the summer of 2022. I had an internship there, and I worked on a team in my internship called Employee Benefit Funds. And I actually continued to work on that team both throughout the internship and then once I got back to school, I worked for them part-time and I continued to work on that team. And now that I graduated, I'm working full-time on that team. So I've almost actually been working in my current job for almost a year now, even though I technically just started full-time back in January. Um, So basically just a little bit about what I do. Uh, I help to manage Caterpillar's pension and 401k funds. And I won't, I won't go into too much detail, but basically uh, they're, they're pretty large funds. Uh, so they're in the multiple billions of dollars. And in my role, we help to manage those by ensuring that we have the correct um, asset managers who are, uh, who are involved in keeping uh, the trust running smoothly. So we don't actually go in and pick out like individual securities or anything that we're holding in those trusts, because obviously they're way too big to do that. So what we do is we manage the investment managers and they're the ones that go in and uh, kind of pick out what we're, what we're invested in. So we're managing the managers. That's kind of one way to <laughs> um, So you studied business at U of I, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, finance. Um, is that what got you into kind of doing like benefits for Caterpillar? Yeah, so as far as like my specific team on employee benefit funds, I actually didn't get to choose that. That was something that I was just kind of assigned to. Um, and then like, Currently I'm in like a rotational program. So how we do it is uh, I'm in a broader group called corporate treasury. That's kind of the all encompassing like department that I fall under. And within that department, we start off uh, and you do a three rotation rotational program. So I'm in my first of three rotations and the team that I'm on for that first rotation is employee benefit funds. Um, So as far as like choosing my team specifically, I didn't really get to make that choice. But the cool part is like, Within the next few years, I'll get to rotate to two completely different teams, and uh, I'll likely be doing something completely different in a year from now than what I'm doing right now. So it's kind of cool that you get the variety of experience. Mm-hmm. That's super cool, and it's kind of a great experience just being so new and like fresh out of college too. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant, you're also kind of in that finance realm, but you're in financial planning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the kind of difference between me and Hunter is Hunter's more in corporate finance. I'm more his financial planning is more personal finances. Um, so financial planning, a lot of it is, it's kind of in the name, is creating a financial plan for someone, and what that might kind of looks like is someone comes to us, um, usually with a financial need of some sort. Um, when we get a lot is if, if people are trying to save enough money for retirement and they want to know if they're saving enough, they just need more, like our recommendations. Um, over the summer when I interned, I had a couple more different cases. Um, some people have student debt they need to pay off, and you know we come up with strategies and plans to help solve that. So that's kind of the difference between Hunter Hunter's working more corporate finances and I'm working more personal finances, help people. Mm-hmm. That's cool. 
Um, and you just recently secured your full-time position for after graduation, right? Yep, I, I just accepted my job at Savant Wealth Management about two and a half weeks ago at this point. Uh, I'm pretty happy actually with that company. I had scoped them out pretty early in the process. I did kind of jump through some hoops to get to this job, but yeah, I'm definitely happy where I ended up. So for both of you, like you've obviously secured your full-time roles now. Um, honestly, pretty early in the game, like most um, most seniors don't secure their positions this early. Um, how would you guys say you were able to do that? And like, what advice would you have for other people? Uh, I mean, I think definitely for me, it was a little bit easier just because I walked straight from internship into part-time into full-time. So the biggest thing, like oh, if you're like a junior right now, then the internship is super important. Like try and find a good internship and that'll get you super far. Cause I mean, the, the, the purpose of those internships is the companies they want to find people to return full-time mm -hmm. so that's what they're really looking for um, but even if you don't return full-time to the same company uh, that's totally fine too just having a really good internship under your belt that's going to help you with future job applications mm -hmm. so I'd say internship is definitely the most important yeah and I think internships are super important because they'll tell you a lot about what you want to do mm -hmm. like for me at least when I went into some of my first internships like I was still kind of all over the place in terms of my career and I think that really helps solidify like what I'd like to do in the future as well as like add experience to kind of build rapport in that as well. Yeah when I interned this last summer they actually told me it's kind of half joking but half true they said if you get through this 10 weeks and you find out financial planning isn't what you want to do that's perfectly fine like that's part of what it is and I think that's a tool that people should use um, you get the 10-week trial run on what the rest of your career could look like, so I think you make the most of it, and I think there's no shame at all in switching careers. Mm -hmm. I have friends in financial planning that did internships and other stuff, and they switched after, so I think there's no shame. That's, like, the perfect time to figure out if you're not entirely sure. Mm -hmm. What extracurriculars were you guys a part of that kind of assisted in your career goals? Yeah, when I, I came to U of I, I didn't start in financial planning. Uh, I had took a couple clubs. I, at the time, I was just interested in investment banking, so I took a class or a club called Prime Mergers and Acquisitions to kind of talk you the basics about investment banking. And actually, I think I did learn a lot from that class, um, even though like the material doesn't relate to what I do now. A large part of that class was just like teaching you how to be professional, how to approach recruiters, and like how to just professionally send an email and stuff. I think a lot of that, how to present, a lot of that is helpful and kind of. I still use those skills today. Um, once I transitioned into financial planning, the only club I, I did was financial planning club, but that was also super helpful. The way that club is set up is that every other week a firm comes in and they recruit, which is obviously a great opportunity for the students, but half the meeting is dedicated talking about uh, the recruiters past and how they got into financial planning, which is always good to hear a perspective, especially when we're so young, we don't have any of that experience. And they also just talk about the company so I've been in that club for two and a half years now, and through that time I've seen probably over 50 different firms, and it, it really helps kind of just get a perspective on like what you might be interested in. Uh, there's obviously different hats for financial planning. It kind of helps narrow down what you might be interested in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for me, to be honest, I, I wasn't really in a whole lot of clubs throughout my time in college. I did one that was called Investment Portfolio Organization. Uh, it was basically just kind of like an intro to investments, I would say. Um, and they kind of took us through, you know, picking stocks and building a portfolio and, th and things like that. Uh, overall, it was a good experience. I enjoyed being in the club, but it was only one semester long. So it's not exactly something that I stuck with for, for years or anything like that. But um, then in my junior year, uh, to fill some time, this wasn't really through the school, but I did get like a part-time internship while I was doing school. 
and it was with uh, a search fund, which basically what it is is um, a like private party is out there and they are searching for uh, a company out there that they'd like to purchase and acquire and then run that business as the CEO. So I helped that private party go out and search for different companies that they might be interested in buying. Um, it was definitely a very interesting and unique experience. I don't think it really translates much into what I do right now, but I think, you know, just from the, the, the overall like finance experience and knowledge that I gained from that was pretty cool. And it's kind of interesting to see on like the buy side, like what people are looking at and the actual process of going about acquiring a company. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think <laughs> definitely if it might not translate to like what you're exactly doing right now there are so many transferable skills in that as well yeah, which definitely. I think is honestly important with all internships even if it's not necessarily what you want to go into um I was gonna say something oh yeah like with me I held a lot of um like social media marketing positions in the past which isn't necessarily like what I'm doing at this moment which is more like talent management um, but I think definitely like that social media experience and like getting involved in that kind of ecosystem definitely assisted in me securing my full-time position as well. So just going off of this, like we're obviously all seniors about to graduate in like three weeks. Um, how do you guys feel going into graduation? Uh, I'd say it's pretty bittersweet. We've talked about this a lot <laughs> the past couple of weeks we've been here. Uh, obviously, I don't think any of us are super excited to kind of go our own ways after graduation. Obviously, we'll still keep in touch, but we won't see each other as much as we do now. Um, I definitely enjoyed my time here at U of I. I definitely miss like coming home from class and just taking a nap for two hours. And, like <laughs> I'll definitely miss that aspect of it. But at the same time, I actually talked to my brother about this recently. I am kind of excited to like start a career and kind of push myself. I know uh, it's definitely going to be a bit of an adjustment working full time, but I don't know. I think there's a lot of stuff for my, my career that I can strive for. And like uh, I'm, I'm just excited to push myself and see mm -hmm. what I can do. Yeah, I mean, I'll echo what Grant said. Like, uh, I, I think it's kind of cool because with our, like, personal friend group that we have, we met on, like, the very first night that we all got to college. So it's been really fun to just kind of be with the same kind of core group of friends for all four years. So, yeah, definitely bittersweet. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to kind of the things that I've never really been able to do that I can now do now that I'm out of college and I have a job and I'll have like more money and more like time to, to spend. So I want to like travel. There's, you know, a bunch of other things that I'd really want to like go out and into the world and try. So I feel like that aspect of things I'm definitely very excited for, but uh, yeah, bittersweet overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like for me, I'll, it definitely is bittersweet, just like you were saying. Like, I'll be walking around school, and I'm like, I'm not going to be here for much longer. Like, I'm leaving in, like, a month. Um, but I think definitely, like, that excitement of being able to, like, start your career and just, like, start this new chapter of your life, I think that's also very exciting. Definitely. I was going to add in, we, we've kind of had our talks here at, at our house, <laughs> like, about everyone leaving. And I will say it's been good because I feel like, especially in these last couple weeks and these next few weeks, we're definitely, like, soaking up our last few weeks here at the university. So I think that's good just, like, we've been able to recognize how valuable this time is going to be, so we've been able to just uh, make the most of it. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say has been your guys' favorite experience at U of I? I? Yeah, I'd say, I don't know if this is, like, my absolute, like, favorite, and it's not even really one memory in particular, but... I can say that I've really enjoyed our senior year so far. Uh, we're living at this house, all of us together, so it's been a lot of fun here to just kind of live in kind of a different living situation. 
Last year, we didn't exactly have the most ideal apartment, but uh, (laughs) this year, uh, it's been a lot of fun, and I know we've had a lot of good memories this senior year, so it's definitely something uh, something I'll look back on. Uh, I don't know if this is necessarily a favorite memory, but I think it definitely made the situation a lot better. Our sophomore year during COVID, we had no in-person classes, and we were strictly in the apartment. Uh, Obviously, before COVID broke out, we already signed our lease. So our full sophomore year, we were all living in the same apartment complex, all a few doors down from each other. And while the situation really sucked, I think we put ourselves in like a good situation where we could all live together and like still see each other on a day-to-day basis, which wasn't always the case with people during that time. So I think that maybe wasn't a great memory, but I think I'm really thankful for everyone during that time because it could definitely have been a lot worse. You know, surprisingly, like looking back on the COVID year, like I don't really like hate it as much yeah. as like maybe I thought I would. Like it, I definitely don't prefer it, but... It was. It had. It had its moments. It had its moments. We always joke. We at the end of the year, we all got really into basketball. We played a couple <laughs> times a week, and we got a little too competitive. We were like filming our games and keeping stats. But like, realistically, we all got into really good shape. We could play for like a couple hours at a time, and like, and it was just little stuff like that. Like, since we were all able to hang out so often, like, we got into shape playing basketball. We all found these little hobbies and little niches we got mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely say with the COVID year, like, yeah, it kind of was the result of like something that was tragic that was like happening in the world but I think definitely when I look back on it as well like those little glimpses of like being able to spend a lot of time with my family like being able to like explore these other hobbies like I think that definitely is like a positive outcome of lockdown definitely do you guys have any advice for any incoming freshmen yeah I think um this is also a lot easier said than done I think especially like the first week, just try and meet as many people as you can. I think that's what we did. That's how we, you know, I came across Hunter and we all met each other. We were just knocking on doors our first uh, first week. I think uh, that's a really first good time just try and get a core group of friends. Obviously, you don't have to stick with that, but I think uh, college is more fun. You know people and have friends. Uh, I also recommend like trying to get involved. You don't have to do anything crazy. I know people are in multiple business frats and regular frats and stuff. But I think, you know, your first semester, if you can get it in one club and kind of just see what that like, maybe that's something you're interested in. Um, I was a little late to that front, and I kind of wish I had done a little more when I first got here, but that would be my recommendation. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I wish I would have done a little bit more. Like, I, I obviously, I really enjoyed my college experience, and I'm happy with how it turned out. But, uh, yeah, best advice is definitely just get involved and just remember that everybody's in the same situation as you. Everybody's in a new place. Everybody wants to meet new people, so... Just uh, put yourself out there, I guess. What would you say is the most intimidating thing right now for leaving college and graduating? I think, like, I don't know, I've been thinking about this a little bit, but, like, up until now, I I feel like all of us, we've all had school, whether that be, like, all the way back to, like, elementary school through up through high school and then through college, like, you've had like a unifying experience where you are in like a group of a bunch of people that are the same age as you. And so like, in that case, I think it's a bit easier to find people and find your friends because you all like, no matter what, you have that one unifying thing that's tying you all together. Whereas now after this, like you really don't have that anymore. I mean, you could argue that like work could be that and that's certainly true, but it's certainly not gonna be as big as, you know, stepping onto a college campus and you're not always guaranteed to find people with similar interests or people who are the same age as you so it'll be interesting and I guess it's a bit intimidating to see you know how you're able to find your circle after college that's what Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about 
That's definitely a good point. I, I've thought about that too. I think Hunter really sums up good at college. You know, everyone gets here, everyone's eager to meet people, and everyone's super friendly. And I feel like it was really easy to find people I liked hanging out with. At work, or, you know, after this, when we work it, I feel like it's maybe not as straightforward as that. Maybe you have to try a little harder to find, you know, same people going through the same thing as you. Uh, one thing for intimidating that I thought about was buying furniture. Uh, <laughs> a, a privilege of living at, like, U of I is that all our apartments have been fully furnished. Maybe you bring a few little things here and there. But uh, after I graduate, I will have to fully furnish an apartment, which is extraordinarily intimidating. But, yeah. Furniture is expensive. Yeah, I, I, uh, my strategy is Facebook Marketplace, and we'll see how far that gets me. <laughs> what are the most important skills that you would say you've learned at U of I? I? I think maybe the skill that I use the most now, like now that I'm working full-time, is definitely, like it's a generic answer, but communication. Like you have to be comfortable with like emailing people, jumping on calls with people, people that you don't necessarily know very well, if at all. And you just have to be, you know, kind of in the right headspace to, to feel like confident in reaching out to those people and, and talking to them and figuring out problems together. So I'd say that's definitely really important. Mm -hmm. I think a, a skill that I've definitely explored is resiliency. Um, I've had a lot of ups and downs in my college career. Example is this is this last year I took an exam for financial planning. Um, I studied six weeks for us. I gave it a really good try. And my first attempt, I missed it. I failed the exam. It, this is a separate exam from university. It's a federal exam that kind of regulates if I can do certain stuff in the financial planning space. And that was super hard for me at the time because I put so much time and effort. I was studying six days a week for like four hours a day. And this is all on top of my regular classes. I think it's stuff like that. I eventually went on a few weeks later and passed the second time around. So it's all good now. But I think it's little stuff like that. You kind of find out a lot about yourself in college you're going to challenge a lot and I think a big thing is to you know keep fighting don't stay down get, mm -hmm. up get knocked down yeah like I think like both of you were touching on college main like with school you might not need to like a college education to like perform certain jobs like succeed in your career but I think you do learn a lot of valuable soft skills like you learn how to communicate like you were saying Hunter mm -hmm. like um like Grant was saying resilience um and stuff along those lines um and I think there's definitely like a lot to gain just by being exposed to so many new people and learning how to kind of like navigate that yeah I, I think about that all the time I feel like nowadays there's a huge debate on if college is worth it or not and I won't get into that right now <laughs> but uh I think like Apart from the education, you do learn a lot. Like, uh, I'm 100% a more effective communicator now than when I first came in. Uh, I think striking up, like, a conversation with a recruiter to try and talk, to convince them to give me a job would, like, scare me to death as a freshman. But now, like, I, uh, this past interview or recruiting process, I probably had over 20 interviews, and it's something that kind of just comes naturally. So it's all, like you saw all these little soft skills that you don't necessarily think about when you go into college, but, like, as you go, you definitely you know, build yourself up. Mm -hmm. So that's it for today's podcast. Thank you, Grant and Hunter, for coming on. Yeah, thanks so much for having us, Rachel. Really appreciate it. It was a good time. Keep an eye out on the ILC's Instagram at Illinois Leadership Center for any further podcast updates. We should be having one more come out before the semester ends. Um, I hope you guys are having a great week and are being the best versions of yourselves because the world needs better leaders. Mm -hmm.